What does it mean to plan, map out, and strategize your life? With this topic comes a whole slew of questions from finances to health to your mental state, relationships. And we get the topic from a YouTube video from the Coach Red Pill channel titled Be Strategic in Your Living. After we tackle that topic, we're going to get into why is it that many of the things that we cover on this show seem to be in line and coincide with a lot of other people from Ben Shapiro to Jordan Peterson to Steven Crowder to Coach Red Pill to Mark Manson. It seems like we're on the same wavelength. So we're going to get into that also. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago, there is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes. Then go on over to our website, that's HangingWithApes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And then if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music after you listen to these episodes, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. That's all our music want to check out our music videos going over to YouTube. So, be strategic in your living. Came across this video. It's not a super new video. I just never came across it. For some reason, it popped up on my feed for YouTube. I hit it. Watched it. It's about 14, 15 minutes long. Sent it to different people, a few friends and stuff like that. Sent it to you. Some people gave feedback. Some didn't. Right off the bat, when you saw that title for the video, Be Strategic in Your Living, what did that mean to you? What did you think the video was going to talk about or be about? Um, Be Strategic in Your Living, I think, pretty much lived up to the title. So I thought, that it was going to be about like how to how to be able to live a life in which you're growing and and becoming better and and you know not 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 remaining stagnant and in essence that's kind of like what he he covered and and in the video he talks about if he was younger what well, he would tell his like you know 20 year old self now that he's older and like the mistakes that, that, that he's made and um and you know sometimes I, I think about that you know being young and and being like oh i could have done this better i could have done that better but i think that we've for a very long time even from a young age always cared about like the future a lot like specifically you and i uh in, in our group of friends we always thought about like different things and let our imagination run wild. I remember going like at 17 to like Gary, Indiana, look at properties. Remember that? Yeah. Like, and like be, and then coming back and being excited, like thinking like, Oh man, the world is ours. Yeah. Like, and I think that that was basically the, the philosophy that he talks about was like, 
why why did we think that way? Why did we think like, oh, the world is ours. We could get this, we could get th-. And I think what, what, what was in play was like, well, I want to be, live a better life. And, oh, this is a tool. Like, we just found all these tools, like, yeah it's 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 nuts like man we could do this with we could invest in this and um and even even during the 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 market crash of 2008 the great recession um that was like a mentality we had we're like man all this property like we need to we need to get something you know (laughs) it was crazy like we're two years what what is it two years after after like leaving high high school, school we're thinking like this and and we even tried like in our mid twenties like to to get a building. I think we talked no, no, about our, this before. It, we were in our early twenties. Early, yeah. yeah. What did I say? Oh, late. You said mid twenties. Mid, yeah, early twenties when we tried to get some buildings and like, well, we talked about this I think a couple episodes ago and like the whole Dodd Frank set of regulations really slowed us down. But I think we've always thought like that. Like, let's think about the future. Why does someone think about the future? Well, because like the future has a lot of possibilities. Like the possibilities are endless. Like oh, yeah, I, I, we could do this, and, and like I want, and what we were talking about it before the show. Like like I gave like a very like materialistic example, but I'll I'll give it now just so people kind of get an idea. If you want a yacht, right? <laughs> right. If you want a yacht today and you're 20 years old, like. You're not getting a yacht. No, that's not gonna happen. Like unless like you you start the next fucking Google or some shit. You know what I mean? Like it, it would have to be like something drastic, which more than likely. Or you come from like a super wealthy family. Yeah, yeah. In a situation in which it's it's out of the ordinary. Right. But most ordinary people know you're not gonna be able to get a yacht. But just the possibility of like, I could get a yacht one day. Then, like, sets off like a a wave of different ideas and different strategies that you could get to get into that yacht, and motivators. Yeah, and yeah. motivators. Yeah, like now the only thing with us is we're not really like those type of. I've never like been like, oh, I want a Ferrari, oh, I want a Supreme T-shirt type of person. Yeah, but like we do think about like a better life, and like you said earlier. A more comfortable life yeah uh and a more comfortable life you'd have to work very hard in the now um to then in the future live that comfortable life and have options to to do things that maybe some people can't but i think that it it's it's one of those things that you you look at it and be like well why do i think like that why why do I always want to like better myself and then why do some people kind of stay in the same place so from 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 to 60 it's like kind of the same stagnant life and that's where we kind of got stuck like well why why would someone why would someone like be okay with being in, in the same position and that's basically like where we left off you know yeah. we're talking about this and in the video something he says that he totally disagrees with 
and I also disagree with it, is this idea of, oh, live like there's no tomorrow. (laughs) Live like there's no tomorrow. And there's a lot of that. You see a lot of that in today's day and age. Oh, YOLO, live like there's no tomorrow. FOMO. But FOMO, the fear of missing out. But this is the thing with the whole live like there's no tomorrow. Is that what if there is... (laughs) <laughs> then what? And then what's th- what if there's a tomorrow after that? And then what if there's a tomorrow after that? Yeah. And a tomorrow after that? What do you do then? Because you've been living like there's no tomorrow. Like, for instance, sometimes I kind of live like there's no tomorrow. And what I what I say, what I mean by that when I say that is in respect to like, let's say, like I have a month where I don't save what I want to save that month, right? And the reason that I didn't save it wasn't because anything, you know, something unexpected didn't pop up, but I just, I just blew it on, on like something that, that I really didn't need to like blow it on, you know, just something stupid or wasteful, something wasteful. Strippers and cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Something wasteful. And I was like, damn. Like, I instantly get in, like, like panic mode. (laughs) Like, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I got to stop this. Like, I got to, like, I got to stop the hemorrhaging. And it's just like, by my standard, it's hemorrhaging. But people look at it like, Dude, like you save every month. Like you just, if you had one month where you like you had, you 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 know you went a little bit extravagant. Like why are you acting like that? Yeah. But to me, it's because I don't live like there's no tomorrow. Like I live like there are many tomorrows. And not only do I live like there are many tomorrows, I also live like I want those many tomorrows to get better and better and better. Yeah. Somebody recently asked me about one of the um, episodes that we did a few weeks ago when we were talking about the whole, like the episode that was all about women and everything like that. And they asked, like, specifically, what were my issues with modern day feminism? And it's funny because the answer that I had it really does have to do with this. My issue with modern day feminism is that a lot of it promotes not thinking about life later on, not being strategic about life. For instance, we've talked about we've talked about the slut walk before. Yes, I don't think that like the slut there's anything wrong with the slut walk like as it currently stands i just think that like the behavior that it promotes can make it hard for you to find like a decent dude that would want that like a self-respecting dude because like there's guys that like maybe aren't so self-respecting that'll like draw down on that yeah but a self-respecting guy may not and it's just like well what do you want like a guy that'll accept anything or a guy that's a self-respecting guy 
And so in the conversation that I was having, a lot of the stuff, it goes against like what nature dictates. And what you see with a lot of women is like, as they get older, nature dictates that they want stability. Most women want to have children. Most women have that motherly instinct. Most women like the idea of like family and community and closeness. Yeah. Well, I find that modern day feminism promotes everything that's against those things. Yeah. But what it does is it promotes it to like younger women. And then now younger women get the mentality was like, oh, I could live this way now. And then maybe when I'm older, like I'll switch it up or pivot or change or whatever the case. The problem is, though is that it doesn't work like that. Like a lot of that stuff, a lot of life, a lot of what's important starts to get built at an early age, at a younger age, if only the mindset. Maybe you're not physically building anything, but the mindset is developing. Yeah. So if you're not spending time developing that mindset, and so like throughout the course of your 20s, you didn't spend the, that no time developing that mindset. Throughout the course of your early 30s, you didn't spend no time developing that mindset. Now you're in your mid 30s and you're just now developing that mindset. If you would have strategized and in your early 20s start developing a mindset for whatever it is that you want, 10 years from that point, you're in your early 30s, you're already on your way well on your way because you've been operating in a mode where okay i'm taking steps every day every month every week however often to get to to get to your goal yeah so i think all of that all of that plays a role also another thing that plays a role and i i and in the person that asked me that question about like the modern day feminism i also explained this to them if you realize you're old, you're you're considered an old person a lot longer in life than you are a young person. Yeah. In terms of actually being able to dictate your own future because obviously like from the day you're born to like the age of like let's say 15, 16, you're a young person but most of your life is still kind of dictated by your parents. If we're talking generally speaking. Mhm. Once you get 17, 18, now you're kind of in the, the form and fashion where you're able to make more decisions that you dictate for yourself. Hence why there's so much student debt out there because a lot of these people, they're like jumping in and their parents didn't teach them how important credit and debt is and that most Americans, well, not most Americans, but most Americans that have student loan debt yeah. are essentially paying that shit to the day they die almost yeah nobody's teaching them that so they're jumping in this pool and like they're not realizing that it's a pool full of sharks it's a really debilitating situation it's already man. you're already de 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 jumping in a debilitating situation yeah. because all that debt now it's working against you so when you get into the job market when you get into your field whatever it is even if you do find a level of success which hopefully you do if you went to college you're already in you're starting in the negative when when you're done you should be starting in the plus in the positive you yeah. get what i'm saying so you have that situation 
Which accounts for a lot of stuff we've talked about before. Absolutely. But that's that the 17, 18 year old mark. Now, at what age do most people say, oh, you're getting old. You're kind of old. You're getting old. What what age do do you think? Just like when generally speaking, I guess I wouldn't say that you're getting old, but you're you're not young anymore. It's like thirties, right? Like it, yeah. exactly, like like by mid thirties, people are already starting to say shit like, "Oh, well, you're no spring chicken" and and stuff like that. I don't think I don't consider people in their thirties. I don't consider people in their thirties old just because just because like obviously people live a lot longer. Yeah. But you're not you're not considered young either. Yeah, yeah. So now this is think about that. So from 17, 18 to 27, 28, that's 10 years right there. Right? So now add another five, six years. That's 16 years right there where you're considered young and you're able to like be mobile on your own you're able to make your own decisions yeah. because prior to 17 18 you're not making a whole lot of your own decisions so right there you have 6 15 16 years even if you want to like extrapolate a little bit and say 20 say 20 years yeah. where you're considered young and you're doing and you're you have the freedom to to do your own thing yeah. after that you're considered old you're con- or an yeah. older person and and I think that that's what happened with with millennials, is that like they it, it went from oh I'm young I'm young I'm young to oh shit what the fuck happened exactly and then now now I'm old in a mug you realize that you're older a lot longer than you're young because but see at that point the average catch per, up. Like, like people like on average they're living like past seventy five. Mm-hmm. So let's say they're living to their 80s. Look at how much time that is. Yeah. That's like four, f- between 50 and 45 years. Between yeah. tw- well, I said it backwards. Between 45 and 50 years right there. So now, it's never too late to start, but that's a late starting point. Yeah. Especially in terms of the mindset. Because, see, the thing is, it's really the mindset that does it. Because, for instance... Let's say right now you're unemployed, but you have the mindset that you have now. So while you're unemployed, you having the mindset, sure, maybe you're not in a position where you're able to accumulate an excess amount of money or an excess amount of beneficial situations, but your mindset will at very least prevent you from getting deeper in the hole. Yeah. So now when you do have some money, you do get a job, you are in a better situation, you've already kind of planned and strategized what you're going to do. Yeah. Like right now, right now, just as a hypothetical, and this is just a little game experiment that people could do that are listening with their loved ones just to kind of see where somebody's head is at. Right now, if somebody were to give you $100,000... Just $100,000. So that's not like an extreme, incredible amount of money, but it's not chump change either. Yeah. What would you do with it? Just just like you don't got to go into super details, but just like what are some of the things that you would do with it? I would go full Tony Montana mode. Okay, that's that's one way to go. I I don't think that does our, our listeners any benefit, but... <laughs> do it. 
do it. You know what I'm no, um, man, if someone gave me a hundred thousand dollars, god damn, I start probably another retirement account, um, max out on, on my Roth IRA, which I think was the max six thousand. Yeah, max that shit out for the year. I'm good, and uh, shit. What are we getting into? What what buildings? Well, what are we getting like? Or shit? You want to start something? You want to invest into the podcast? Like, I mean, there's just the possibilities. Would be like, what what do we invest in? Maybe part of that goes into maybe revamping the studio, being able to buy equipment, uh, obviously to make you guys that listen to us uh, happier. Because I mean, now now you get to we get to have a studio, have live videos. We would just be able to focus a little bit more. Marketed a little bit more, um, shit. Hit 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 a couple more uh, seminars. Hit like at that point, it it would just be growth, but growth, but, right. growth, growth, and growth. And so growth. my point, my point in that is like everything that you mentioned is in the excess column. Like you're already, yeah. like you're, you're already in the plus column because of how you're maintaining your situation. Yeah. There's people that, like, if you would give them that, like, it would take that much for them not even to get where you're at now. They would, it'd just be, it'd be kind of, that would just get them at, like, ground zero, back to the ground zero. Yeah. And that's my point. What that is, how that gets there is through a lack of strategy. Yeah. The strategy. Well, and then that's that's the bad thing, which... You look at the current situation as it stands. A lot of people have to start late, but in starting late, that's why we're we're seeing a lot of the stuff that we've talked about before, which is low low numbers on marriage, low numbers on birth rates, low just low depression at an all time high, anxiety high, anxiety. An interesting uh, situation we were talking about, and I wish we would have read this before. Uh, we did the last episode just because like it would be interesting, uh, and then the people that are getting married, we were, ta- we were like that article that we were reading. A lot of the millennials that are getting married, they're staying married. So I feel like a, a lot of the effects have been like you're either very careful, you've been careful because like you don't want to get your fuck your shit fucked up again. So you're getting into something and you're staying married, and you're like, well, we're gonna build. And then the rest of it is just like, well, shit, we got to fucking tackle this debt. And that's the, the 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 sad part about it is a lot of this stuff could have been avoided had decisions been made. Now, what, what you were talking about, the YOLO and the FOMO and 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 situate or mindsets that, that get you to think like, well, shit. You only live once, you know. Oh, I can't miss this out. Like I have to be part of the moment. That's all fine and dandy, but like you said, once you're staring at a seventy-year-old version of yourself, which in that video he says that, like, I just know that when you get older and you're fucking like sixty years old, you will deal for the <laughs> you will deal the consequences of the decisions you've made today. And in living in the now, you do have power to limit yourself and I'm not saying not have fun or not live it up or not do fun things but I'm saying limit yourself like and think like you can build and you can have fun we do it very well I mean I think we 
we take we've taken some nice vacations. I think that that we've been granted situations uh, due to our sacrifices that that a lot of people might not be able to you know be granted those positions. Like when we went to to conventions for podcasts, conventions for music. Like right. these are these are things that. But let me let me stop you right there because yeah. I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying, but I feel like there's a huge segment of people that won't agree with it just because if you think about what fun is to you <laughs> yeah that's and see and and i think that is key i think a key to success and a key to proper strategizing in life is when you make productivity fun yeah like for instance but at that point, how 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 much of some juice shit is it to like for a person to be like oh like like to have fun saving money like people don't usually associate like saving with fun. You you get what I'm saying or like how many people out there really find like reading a book fun? How many people out there really find looking at an informative YouTube video fun? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But at that point, you can't bitch and moan when when we're living a better lifestyle than you are. No, no, no. I get that one hundred percent. But I think when you say like the fun, like the balance of fun, like you said, keep a keep a nice balance. Even our balance is a little bit imbalanced. Yeah. Like for instance, like I've never had, I've never had a drug-fueled blackout drunk night yeah where i i look on my on my bank app and damn i fucking spent fucking five hundred dollars last night like people have told me about nights like this i've never had one yo i've seen lived no, right and 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 it's funny because it's funny because there's those people would r- respond exactly how you just said yeah. oh you haven't lived yeah but then the way I see it is like, well, I could get on a plane right now and go to Thailand. You haven't lived. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's level. That's like next level shit. No, though. but that's but 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 didn't I get to that level by not having nights like that? Because if I had nights like that, I don't think you get what I'm saying. Yeah, but I, I and that that's to me that's the trade off though. Like, are you yeah. thinking? Are, are you thinking like? Some next level shit, or are you not? Like, and if you're not, well then, fuck it, live it up, whatever it is that you call living it up, you know. But I, I agree with you though. I agree with you. There are people that are gonna look at that because I've even had conversations with people where like they'll, you know, they'll put on 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 their you know uh, Snapchat or on their Instagram, oh one of those b- binging, binge drinking nights, yeah, or some shit. I'm like, yeah, don't you like. And I'll ask questions like this because, like, what do I have to lose? I'll just ask people. I like, don't you think, like, being a better person is... You're, you're, you're on some fucking uh, uh, Russ Cole shit. Yeah, yeah like, like, I will. Like, But I, I ask those questions just to see what people answer. And not not so much to pick at, pick on them. Like, in recently in recently watching uh, True Detective, the, the part where... Uh, which why do we always reference that shit? Cause so, that's the greatest show of, of all time. <laughs> no, but but in, in the in the part where uh, where Marty's like, I keep things balanced, 
He's like, like that's how I'm able to just have one beer and not go all crazy, yeah. still have a good time. And, and, and Russ hits him with the, well, people incapable of guilt usually do have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. But, but it's true, though. Yeah. Like, and, and so it's funny because, like, when – like when you say though when you ask those questions i'm sure they see it as such a buzzkill yeah cuz they'll be like yeah no nah, i'm gonna drink oh, okay <laughs> you know like they don't they don't acknowledge that like i'm trying to go for this higher higher reasoning reasoning yeah like like uh, this was cool like early 20s I mean, for us, like, and that's the thing. That's where the imbalance comes. This wasn't cool for us in our early 20s. It was never cool for us. I'm not saying that, like, you can't have a drink, but I'm saying, like, all the time, clubs, party, club, that was just never us. It just never was. So in saying that, like, that's cool. Some people have their phases. Some people don't think that that's a phase or don't want to live that phase, and that's fine. But now you're in your 30s, though. So at what point, like, do your does your ass grow the fuck up? Because you're gonna be the one that bitches and moans about what other motherfuckers got and what what they're doing, you know. And and at that point, I don't think that that's fair either. I mean, it's fair in the sense that like, no matter what you say, I'm gonna still live my life and and live it up. But it's like, it's those little little things, and 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 even, and I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say live your day-to-day just like us, but like certain little things. And then when you asked me, what did you ask me about like uh, right off the bat when I got here? I was like, why? Because you, you, you watched the video uh-huh. and I was like, uh, what'd you think of the video? And you were like, man, it was some real ass shit. I was like, why do you think more people don't think that way? And and then okay, yeah. So, so and then like I was I was kind of explaining to you how like that's just a lifestyle that you get used to. Like it's a it becomes a habit. Yeah, it's a habit. Like it's it's habitual. Like if you're on some like, oh well every Sunday I'm gonna just chill, watch every football game from twelve all the way to seven. Uh you know, then Monday, throw the football around outside for a little while with the guys. Then fucking go watch Monday Night Football. Then Tuesday, you know. Now, obviously, the drinking would be that Sunday and that Monday. And then Tuesday, fucking just, hey, man, let's watch, like, three movies today. And then, you know, Wednesday, you're like, well, fuck. Let's go play a pickup game of football. And then, like, Thursday... Let's play basketball in the back. Like, like all that's fun and cool. Like, yeah, you, you're, you're playing football. That's a little athletic. And But, like, where's that extra button? Where's that button where it's, like, you just go off and running into, like, some other shit that doesn't require just, like, regular everyday shit? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, and then that's when I came across this, which, which was, uh, like, the seven habits of highly stagnant people. And then you realize certain things, even some some stuff that I'm guilty of, and we're all guilty of in general. Uh, number one, the snooze button. Guilty. Yeah, I. Super I, super guilty. Especially when I say that I'm gonna wake up early to work out. I don't. 
me just on a on a day to day basis, yeah. like the snooze button is. I well, hate it. my my fantasy football team's name at one point was Advocate of the Snooze. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I fucks with Here's the snooze button. Oh <laughs> yeah, and and you know actually. That's changed a little bit with me, and I thank Apple for that shit. Um, did I tell you that like they have this like alarm that ma- that makes you wake up happy? <laughs> so like really? you know how they have the typical alarm clock that just like eh, 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 and you just want to fucking grab that phone and throw it against the wall, yeah. and and hopefully it breaks, but then hopefully not because it's an expensive ass phone. But well, they actually have. Let me. You go to clock and then you go to bedtime and actually it's meant for, especially for people who have like the Apple watch. Mm-hmm. So you keep it on so they know when you go to sleep. So it, it gets your like sleep habit uh, and it tells you if you can improve or not. So like, for example, I usually have it at 11.55 PM is the time that I go to sleep. If I go to sleep earlier, then I'll put it at that time and then wake up at five. But the fucking alarm clock on this thing is so soothing that you just wake up like seamless. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's crazy. So I, I it, it's helped me. So that that hopefully helps you try it. <laughs> you got to turn it on. But um, but yeah, I mean that aren't we all? So once you go to that that bedtime part of the app, you don't have to set any of the other alarms. You don't. I still set up like the emergency five twenty five thirty five forty five. But honestly, like, I haven't really used them because like. Ever since I've used this, it, it, it starts real low, then it gets loud. But when it's loud, it's like real soothing. So you just kind of like seamlessly wake up. It, it's weird. Interesting. And, and it's crazy. And like I've noticed like in the health app, like it tells you how many steps you take, what your sleep is, how many fucking flights you climbed, what distance. You know, I didn't realize how much we walk at work. But I mean, it, it's cool. It's cool to keep up with that stuff. But um, but yeah, we're all guilty. Well, I'll get to the snooze button. Sports Center. I get that because, like, w- what it says here is, like, I know that the that the not top ten plays is on again, but do I really need to see it for the fourth time? And that is one thing that I've noticed a lot of people get stuck in, like, the just the redundance of, like, oh, Kylie, she's going to have a baby. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. How does this affect my everyday life? Why do I care? Yeah, it, it always... I always find it astonishing that more people care about sports than they do politics. Yeah. When like sports like has no bearing like on your life. Yeah. Like where where like politics does though. Yeah, you're right. And in this show, we're giving you the answer for everything. The snooze button, get an Apple phone. <laughs> sports center, read a fucking book. <laughs> So easy. <laughs> right? <laughs> Number three, Words with Friends. I've never been a Words with Friends person. I don't even, I've never even played that game. But no. it says, like, instead of using that as entertainment, you could find something else. Talk radio, I get it. I get it. Because a lot of people, that's, like, all they listen to is just talk radio. But there's a lot of good talk radio, especially, like, in the podcast realm. Like this show called Hanging with Apes, one hundred percent. Shameless ass plug, <laughs> but like you know, like th- there's. But I guess, I guess, like when it comes to content, it matters what content you're consuming. Yeah. Like for instance, like on that list could very easily be YouTube because I'm sure there's a lot of people that waste away 
many hours on YouTube. Yeah. But then I'm sure there's a lot of people that are on YouTube and they're learning stuff all the time. Like, exactly. Like, like I've, learned, I've learned a great deal f- yeah. from YouTube from when it comes to like Photoshop. I that, that has helped us with our music. Yeah. I've learned a great deal from YouTube when it comes to like podcasting. I learned a great deal from YouTube when it comes to like investing in the stock market. Yep. Uh, Dave Ramsey and Chris Hogan, a lot of their stuff. Today I watched videography. This, we've uh, learned. Uh-huh. Single-handedly from YouTube and from watching people, but like just YouTube. Absolutely. And then um, like today I saw this video from Dave Ramsey's YouTube channel and it was talking about uh, car payments and car notes. Yeah. But it was a pretty long video and in there he delves into some other topics other than just car notes. And he was talking about how in life it's not so hard to become successful if you just mimic the behaviors of the people that are successful in whatever realm you want to be successful in. And it's true. He's like, you want to be skinny? Eat what skinny people eat. You want to be rich? Do what rich people do. Yeah. You want to get out of debt? Do what people get that have gotten out of debt do. You want to have a long happy marriage? Do what people that have long happy marriages do. Like, and it really it, it's funny, but it's the simplest thing, and we all kind of know it. Yeah. What it is is that it takes work, d- work, discipline, and strategy to do it. And it's funny in that video, in that same video, he talks about how. He's like, there's dumbass shit on every socioeconomic level. It's just a matter of what dumbass shit you're doing. He's yeah. like, for instance, he's like, it, with poor people, and he's like, this is irregardless of race, white, black, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. It's just socioeconomic level. He's like, when it comes to poor people, he's like, payday loans, the lottery, that's like the dumbass shit that they do. He's like, he's like, yeah. rich people don't play the lottery. Like it's, it's a, it, it's been said, how it's a tax on the poor. It's just not like nothing. You get nothing out of it. It's a no. waste of money. You're, you're dumping your money away, and then payday loans that like the crazy ass um, rate of return, all that stuff. And then uh, he didn't say this, but from what I've observed in my life, like poor people, they have like a lot of. A huge lack of discipline and a lot of vices. Like they, they're into like drugs and alcohol and yeah. and stuff like that. Like not a lot of great habits. He's like uh, middle class people, credit cards and student loan debt and car payments. Car payments, credit cards, and student loan debt. Those are the things that kill the middle class. Yeah, helps them pre- from preventing. And then he's like, by and large, people that are rich, wealthy, do well. They avoid all that shit. Yeah, they they yeah. don't have a lot of bad habits. They might have some bad habits, but they're not they're not many. They tend to have more healthy habits, or at least live a more disciplined life. They avoid a lot of debt, especially credit card debt, because like the interest rates. If they do have debt, it's typically good debt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's stuff like that. And they're so, reading on, 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 and I told you this before, and I know you, you noticed before because you did security before. Like in the middle of downtown, people are reading The Economist. Yeah. And Forbes. And then like in our neighborhoods, it's like they're reading fucking 
garbage. US Weekly, or your yeah. People magazine. Yeah, garbage. And it's just like that's not that that's a difference in in priority. Yeah. You're 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 dealing with with situations like oh, I want to I want to get my finances right. I want to get wealthy. And then other people are like, "Well, I want to know what the fuck Kanye's on right now." You know what I mean? So it's 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 very telling, and it tell like you said, like what the middle class is on, what the lower class is on, and what the upper class is on. It's very telling, like the little things that are done differently. I remember on the wealth, poverty, and politics that he was talking about what kids are exposed to, like what words they're exposed to, and there was a distinct difference from the lower, upper, and middle class. And I, I, like the lower class, it was like a couple hundred words that they were exposed to daily. Yeah. Um, the middle class, it was like l- l- we'll say like in the five hundred to to eight hundred yeah. words per day, and then like the upper class was like in the two thousands. And then you realize, like, man, it pays off to think yeah. above, like to think. At a higher level. The thought process alone can take you so far. Yeah. Because at very least, if you're not in a position where you're able to earn, gain, and obtain more, the thought process will at very least keep you from losing. You get what I'm saying? Like keep you from going under. The thought process can at very least at a minimum do that. Yeah. And then if you are in a position where you can earn, gain, and and obtain more, and you have some work ethic and elbow grease, then you're in, in a great situation, and you could put yourself in a great position. Yeah. The last three. Facebook is number five. Number six is Pulp Fiction. And number seven is 25-hour days. Facebook, come on. How many hours have you spent? How many minutes have you spent? How many days have you spent looking at someone's fucking pictures or fucking, oh, I, what, what's he on? Oh, let's see this post. Let's refresh. Let's see what they're... Oh, let's watch this story. Waste. It's a waste. I'll tell you why it's a waste. I think it's a waste because if if you care so much what these people are doing, why don't you go out with them <laughs> and, and physically experience whatever they're experiencing? If that's... If you're looking at, at the pictures that they're posting, oh, man, that looks fun. Well, go do it then. Um, and then secondly, like, wh- who cares? If you don't care, then why? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I hate, like, now that we do have a Facebook, it's like someone posts something and it's like, I, I feel the little rabbit hole pulling. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, 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 I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with it. Pulp Fiction. No, we're not talking about the Quentin Tarantino movie, but like just shit that doesn't like, I guess. Pointless entertainment, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, for instance, in there they talk about novels. Yep. Which reading is good because it works the mind. But if you are going to take time to read, it's better to read informative nonfiction things. Yeah. If you're going to watch YouTube videos, try to watch YouTube videos that are a little bit more like productive, meaningful, have you know make you think. You don't always have to be entertained all the time yeah so to speak and if you are entertained let more informative 
productive, useful things entertain you. Yeah. Like hanging with apes. Yeah, exactly. Shameless plug. <laughs> right? It doesn't stop. But yeah, like for every Game of Thrones episode, how many other videos of other shit? Like, like put it this way. And like this is, and I want to explain this. Well, actually, before I explain this, we'll go over seven. That way we're over with the seven bad habits and you people know. And, and, and knowingly go forward kind of understanding that the 25 hour days I can see when people oh, I wish there was more time but then like if you think about like the waste that like not waking up early is such a big waste I know the difference because like for example yesterday I woke up super early and it was like I was doing so much shit and by the time I was done it was like 9 or 10 and I was like damn I have the rest of the day right now yeah as opposed to when you wake up at 12 or 1, you don't have much to work with. Yeah. So, you know, you wake up early, you work out, you eat healthy, you read, you know, you, you work on, on, on your business or, 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 or whatever, you know. You can even have time to watch an episode of whatever the hell you want to watch, even for some entertainment. Um, run errands, uh, learn something new, watch an informative video on YouTube. Uh, spend some quality time with family. Like you could do all that in one day if you really just like expand the time that that that, and then go to sleep early and do it all over again. When you go to sleep early, you're, you'll be healthy. Of course, I'm not trying to speak like I'm like the fucking expert at this because I I when it comes to going to sleep early, I'm terrible at it. But I'm saying like yeah. these are things that we know we could improve. This is just guidelines, this. and yeah. and this is guidelines in terms of helping you strategize for living and and rolling out the roadmap because I don't think there's anybody on earth that follows each and every one of those things. You know what I'm saying? And if there are people that follow each and every one of those things, it's not many. They're not human. But if you can like pick up more and apply more, then why not? Yeah. Yeah. And it goes back to and I've been I've been like uh reading a lot about stoicism and you know I guess before before everything um especially especially because of the Ben Shapiro book mm-hmm. how he compared it to Judeo Christianity I was like, oh man I'm into this now I want to learn yeah. a little bit more. And it was crazy because every, like they what it really was was like I I want to seek a virtuous something virtuous and in doing that you get a lot of answers a lot of self-destructive you know things that you might do that you, you could do better and then there's this book that my girl got and it's like every day it's, it's called The Daily Stoic and it's like for every day it has like something that you could do and it's so weird because like for June 6th um, I didn't read the one for for today you mean July 6th? Um, yeah, July 6th. Um, it was like, when you wake up, don't wake up in a bad mood because you woke up early or something like that. And, and this is like a, a little parable of the certain like stoic philosopher that wrote that. Mm-hmm. So it's that, and then it's like a paragraph explaining what was the mindset behind it. And it's crazy because like, in that paragraph, the author was saying, like, it's crazy how, like, these people, 
that were staunch believers and, and really like took in the stoic lifestyle at the time, even them, they had those feelings. They, they had feelings of like, man, I, I'm like waking up early as fuck and, and I hate this. And like, I'm not motivated, mm-hmm. you know? And it's kind of like a crazy, crazy thing to think about. Like you're a philosopher and you have these feelings and it goes to show that no matter how good you are at something, you could be better and you also have self-destructive feelings. Yeah. You know? I mean, come on. How many times have we been like, let's eat better and then we go to fucking Hooters? You know, or eat a burger. I'm very guilty of that. Like, I'm horrible with dieting. But, and then you feel the guilt afterwards. So you know you're wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> you did that. <laughs> so like, you did that. And it's like, that's what your body's telling you. And you're like, shit, I did do that, didn't I? <laughs> but it's like, that's kind of our 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 nature's telling us like this isn't good like you got to do better yeah do fucking better rick <laughs> which is interesting because it does coincide with our next topic and it's kind of a nice segue in terms of like being on the same wavelength with people yeah and it does seem like there are certain laws written into the universe that make things communicable with the individual like for instance you were just talking about eating better and like the guilt that you associate when you get off track when it comes to dieting where does that come from you know what i'm saying what is that yeah or in in talking about like judeo-christian values or stoicism why is it that people that live a well-informed yet virtuous life tend to live happier, more meaningful lives than people that, by and large, haven't lived that way. Like, what are the what? What is? Is there a wavelength? Like, what? It 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 almost seems like there are certain things written into the universe, and then you see people that live very undisciplined and like don't really care about others. They. They, they fall, they falter. I'm going to ask you a question. Good, because you don't ask many questions on the show, <laughs> and like it's been brought up to me. Like I ask all the questions, right? so good, it's nice that I, I get a question. Right. How are you feeling? <laughs> Just some <laughs> fucked up ass question. No. Um, do, you, do you think that that's like something that's ingrained in us, like, like kind of like a survival mode? survival mode like something in our genes you see what i'm saying like it's just too it's too weird let me give you an example we we had a episode which is like do we hate women do um what is it which i men- yes no, right <laughs> <laughs> yes so we will be hearing about this soon. No, but and then can men and, and women be friends? And it's just too odd that like then Coach Redpill comes out with a video that says, "Can men and women be friends?" Dude probably listens to us, right? <laughs> right? Dude, you are you listening? No, but it's like that is a very weird. I don't know. It, it feels like there's something more than just like a coincidence happening here. 
do you feel like it's just a mode of thought, like a mode of being that, that maybe we're just in tune with? Joe Rogan has talked about it before. <laughs> you yeah. Kind of like, like in biblical times, how they would talk about like the snakes. Yeah. And like how people are just naturally scared of snakes. And then like when you look at the history, it's like, oh, wow. So back then that used to be a thing. Like that's why like they didn't know what snakes were. And, and obviously they were bad and they were they were kind of naturally afraid. That got passed on as a like survival It's, it's kind of like written in our DNA. Yeah. Um, I, I think to a certain degree, yeah, that can be that can be a- applicable. It's funny though, because you and I have talked about this before in terms of evolution. And evolution is supposed to be like so like proper and logical or like proponents of evolution. Well, I'm not even, I, I wouldn't even say I'm an opponent of evolution. I would say I'm an opponent of evolution when it when people applicate that to like they're not being a god. Like I like to me that that argument never made sense like oh well if you believe in evolution you can't believe in god or well, I don't why like I don't how is that like I could see <laughs> yeah. I could see if you believe in evolution you may not necessarily that makes you a non-believer of the bible verbatim yeah i could see how like one could come to that conclusion but i think it's widely understood that the bible just like every other holy book was written by man so well actually stoicism was was a a thing before christianity so there like there are a lot of tenets in there that i think are achieved and followed through meditation and in that meditation great things can be discovered but I don't necessarily take everything that like man has had his hands on and jump fully into it and believe it. You get what I'm saying? Well, yeah. yeah. And so I think that's important to note. But in one of my arguments against evolution being godless, I would say that if evolution is is so so logical and proper i don't understand like why at this point we haven't evolved to be the beings that don't feel pain like you get what i'm saying like why why what's the purpose of even if you want to take the evolution route what's the purpose of like us feeling any sort of negative emotion and, and or any sort of pain or negativity or anything like why wouldn't our existence even if very short-lived be like the most euphoric existence ever and then we just perish yeah so it does seem like there is something that keeps us going and pain and suffering are necessary devices because that's what we learn from. We learn from pain. We learn from suffering. Yeah. And then we're able to pass those lessons on and ergo make every generation, or at least we should be making every generation smarter and wiser than the last. So I only say all that to say that like, in order for me to believe in a wavelength, I believe that that wavelength comes from a creator. 
Yeah. And like and and this is like the most logical format that I can put it in. I'm not putting it in, in any religious context. Yeah. This is just strictly based off of observation and meditation and uh being an opponent of evolution from the standpoint that it means godlessness. So this is like these are like a lot of like thought yeah. out ideas. These are things that I've thought about and I've read about and stuff like that. Well, think of it this way our dna is a code the way we've created a code for computers the binary code right so obviously things are coded right in a way why why is it why is there a code why would it take i think it takes like 30 years day and night no breaks to read one single cell of dna what type of why yeah. like you know what I'm one cell out of a billion cells yeah, that we have, it, it's a very, it's a very like complex system that seems architected. I don't even know if that's word. It seems like there's yeah. architecture to it and design. Yeah, intelligent design. So at very least, you know that by many accounts, that's what it seems like. Now, when you have that, and if you have that as the stage that's been set. Where do wavelengths come in? Like where where does where does it come in? Where you're seeing certain <laughs> men that think the same way talk about certain things yeah. in the same subject realm? It's crazy because um, obviously this was taken from fictional writings. I think from what was his name? H.P. Lovecraft. Mm. Here comes another. True detective reference. Remember when when Russ Cole says, uh, "I could feel I could feel it in the psychosphere." Yeah, I could smell the psychosphere. Yeah, and it was like uh, I don't know. That, that was just like a weird. I never heard that word before, so I went on to to read about like what what is the psychosphere. I obviously being curious, and and then it was like in the fictional works of of that author, and I think there was another author. Um, that the writer of True Detective was was influenced by it in writing the book, but I thought about that and I was like, it is very, very weird. Like like is it being fictional, a fictional w- w- work like, and 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 something that you know someone just made up. It it does beg to question like is this like a dimensional thing like that we just don't understand, you know like. For example, we we see things in three dimension, you know, but is there other dimensions? Like you said, like is that is is, is the psychosphere, the wavelengths that something that's interconnected? Because we always it's so weird. We've always played around like oh we're tapped, we're tapped, but there is like some truth to the feeling of why we say that, you know. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It makes me it makes me really think about that like a lot like what. What is it that just aligns you to someone and and to their thoughts? I think a lot of times it's also reason and logic, though. Like, I don't necessarily think that it's super-duper coincidental. I think sometimes it doesn't take much to analyze the world, observe the world, 
and recognize some of its problems. And as you recognize some of its problems, you start to automatically think about how to fix it. Because I think, by and large, everybody recognizes problems. Yeah. It's just how the problems are dealt with. And I think in some cases, people recognize a problem and then they tell themselves that it's not a problem. That's one way to deal with it. Yeah. In other cases, people recognize a problem and they tell themselves that they don't care about the problem. Yeah. And then in other cases, people recognize problems and they automatically start thinking about how to fix the problem. I think that's where we're at. And then I think there's people that see problems and then they automatically start working to fix the problem. I don't think we're quite on that level where we're working to fix the problem, but we're at very least thinking about these things and talking about it. I think the people that are actually working to fix the problem, certain politicians, I don't think all politicians are all bad, all evil. So certain people like that, certain people that like are 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 working in and and you know putting their efforts in like certain causes, people that are like you know writing certain material and 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 looking at these things like for instance what I was saying previously about how w- this wisdom, these things that we obtain, this knowledge that we obtain through pain and suffering it's our job to pass it on and make the generations that come after us better and smarter and wiser as that we should be doing that. reason I said it like that is because I'm not so sure that that's happening anymore. And, and what's, what do you mean? Like, like making sense? the next generation better. And the reason I say that is because I've been reading this book. Well, actually listening to it. It's an audio book called The Coddling of the American Mind, How Good Intentions and Bad Ideas Are Preparing or Setting Up a Generation for Failure. And That sounds oddly familiar. Did you tell me about that book? I think I did. I, I never got it, but like I, I think I might have sent you some material from like the author. Yeah. And um in the book, essentially, it's saying how many, many years of wisdom that have been developed, today's parents and teachers are like totally throwing it out. For instance, the old adage, whatever doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Now, the author, he does say, well, there are some things that may not kill you, but could leave you debilitated, disabled, or permanently disfigured. But we're not talking about it in that sense. We're talking about it more so like in the emotional sense, in the the sense of like things you go through, you can learn, become wiser from them. But what he's saying in the book is there's a lot of parents now that are just trying to totally keep their kids away from bad situations and then not realizing that the wrong. that the world is not gonna do that. And in the book, he there's this great ass quote that he says. He says, "Prepare your children for the road, 
don't prepare the road for your children. Don't go don't go out there trying to like fix the road saying, okay, hey, my kid is coming. Everybody, you got to say nice things and yeah. safe spaces and all that. So I just started the book, but essentially he's going into all these things yeah. where like now, that's why it's so hard to even have civil discourse when it comes to politics and disagreeing yeah. because everybody sees everything as so hostile and... And and against me and oh you're a bad person because you think this way and you believe this yeah and so I guess it, it I feel like that's a guy that's dealing with a real problem because the way he sees it and I also see it like this yeah and I guess this is where our both topics kind of meet at an intersection if the generations that are coming are uninformed and weak and pathetic at the same time don't strategize what prevents like a, a tyrannical government from just taking over and like making us like slaves or shit not much not like, much right that's what I, that's my point like what we better prevents have good politicians in place that's a, that's for sure huh i think having good politicians in place but even then because at that point, the politicians would be of the whatever of the people the, want. of the go- or they'll be of the government. Yeah. They'll be like like I don't think there's many politicians like right. I don't see this happening with Trump, but like let's say Trump became he's like fuck it. I'm gonna this is gonna be a dictatorship. I'm gonna be president to the day I die. Yeah, we're fucking taxes are now 90%. Like this is not even like his style, but like just <laughs> yeah. but taxes are 95%. Everything you own, the government owns it. It belongs to the government, like totally like communist thing. First like, of all, the sad part would be a lot of people would agree with that. There's a considerable amount of Americans that would agree with some of the stuff that you're talking about, which is scary in and of itself. In 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 and of itself. So that segment right there, they're they're cool with it. But how many would even fight? Would even know where to begin, and or and understand they, the concepts, and, of, or understand the concepts. And so that's my point. Is like, and it's funny because you and I had a conversation not too long ago, and I felt like you approached this very lightheartedly. But it was funny when I was like, <laughs> when I was like, man, you know, like sometimes you wonder. Oh, because we were talking about the Democratic debates and yeah. how crazy and nonsensical that shit was. And it's like, man, it makes you wonder, like, if one of those clowns gets elected, it's over. It's kind of over, right? And then you were like, yeah, it'll be one of those things where you'll be like, yeah, America, you had a good run. Like, I I felt, I was like, this is not the Golden State Warriors. This is real shit. This is, this is like pack up our bags and get the fuck out of Dodge type shit. And you're talking about we had a good run. But I mean, because that shit—if one of them w- were to win—at this point, I'd be like, "Man, it's this is the beginning of the end for real." I would really think that. So, like, the only way that I can approach that is at least have a little fun with it. Like, damn, we had a good run, <laughs> and like, really start like thinking about like, oh, what where we're going, what go. other economies suits, yeah. and, and what what type of government would suit who we are you know yeah so actually that might not be a bad idea (laughs) just to 
just to know like what actually yeah, yeah like other countries that poses a nice question i would like to look into that like yeah. what other what other countries are like rocking with with the type of shit we're on yeah now if if you would say i guess if there was one thing that you would want to kind of start like on some back to the basics type shit to kind of reverse some of the damaging stuff especially coming from the school systems um to kind of like get things back on track what would you what would you say is like the number one answer i know it's a lot more complicated God than this ah damn that's probably the the hardest question somebody could ask uh where would i start where would i start where would i start well it's complicated because it's it's a very multi-leveled question. If, this is gonna sound so fucking Republican, but it I just I would say in my mindset, logically speaking, I th- think the best place to start is taxes, and this is why. This is why. I think if you start at taxes, what you automatically do is you lighten the burden on business people, on everyday people. And I'm talking taxes all around. So business tax, corporate tax, property tax, gas tax, just like every tax that exists every single tax that exists lighten it ergo you're lightening the load on business owners you're lightening the load on on the everyday people you're lightening the load on everybody yeah now what that means is you're starting essentially a putting a plan in place where you're limiting government because obviously the less taxes that come in the more government is limited. Yeah. Now, from that point on, I would make it a point to do the very best I could do with whatever resources and power I have as, let's say in this case, I'm the president or whatever the case. Yeah. To let people be informed that with this will come hardships. So I'm lightening the load for you now for you to prepare because shit is going to get real greasy because then you get like in order for us to make things better, we got to get out of the hole that we're in and the hole that we're in essentially has been created by government, social security. That means that's gone. A lot of your pensions. That means that's gone. Like a lot of this stuff, we have to clear it out of the way so that like you have the money and the freedom to pursue now what yeah. what where 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 the 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 good part comes in the beneficial part comes in i think once you start removing safety nets people become better strategists it's hard to well, be you're forced to you're forced to that's what i'm saying if right now if right now I, 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 we were on, on a rafter and I was like, well, you gotta, you gotta fucking walk, get across from here to here. And all you have is this tightrope, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. Like if you, if you, if there's a safety net, 
Well, you could try to hop across the tightrope. You could try to walk across the tightrope. You could do try to cartwheel across the tightrope. You could do a lot of things because, oh, well, the net will catch me. The net yeah. will catch me. The net will catch me. No, I'm like, motherfuckers are hey, you got to get across shit. this tightrope and, like, the net is gone. Yeah. You know what you're going to do? You're going to hold on to the tightrope and you're going to shimmy across it slow and steady yeah. as possible. Holding on to it. You ain't going to try to walk across it. Do yeah. nothing fancy. Do nothing stupid. People do a lot of fancy, stupid shit because they have there's a, there's safety nets. Yeah. When you don't have a safety net, you're like, damn, what am I going to do in 40 years when I'm retired? Or what kind of family I, am I going to build? What kind of culture am I going to create where we have each other's back? Where if one of us falls, we're going to pick another one up. What did you just say? I don't want to put your business out there because yeah. like, I, you just had a great financial accomplishment. If you want to share that, you can. Yeah. But what did you say about about me and your wife in, in that? Yeah. You're like, because you just had to like take care of something. But you're like, yeah. man, shit, I'm good. Even if like an opportunity arises, because yeah. you know you have me, you know you have your wife. You're like, man, we're on like some Jewish shit. Like this is like a sense of community. Yeah, yeah. Imagine there were a hundred more like us. Oh. We're taking over. You get what I'm we saying? We're taking over. You're, that's my that's my point. If there were a hundred more like us, you're not thinking about what the government can do. Fuck the government. Take your fucking measly social security. Take yeah. your pension. I don't need it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my point. Would, and and yeah. you're better off for it. See, we're in generation after generation, layer on top of layer, where we've relied on unreliable shit. And what does it do? The unreliable shit... It's like it's like a fucking it's like having like a whore for a wife and like you keep taking her back. It's like, oh, you slept out again, right? Yeah, oh, but I, I still love you. You stay with me. Oh, you did it again. Oh no, at some point That sounds like a healthy relationship. That's my point. Like at some point, like when are you gonna learn that like you're with an unreliable person? Yeah. When are you gonna learn that you're in an unreliable yeah. situation? Well, I mean put it this way. And the government has shown nothing but being unreliable. Yeah. Because, because like pensions, like for example, the idea of a pension is nice. It's a retirement account. Well, you could just get a four hundred one k, or or a Roth IRA or some type of IRA. There's other accounts that you could essentially do the same that you would with a pension without the government touching any of it. Right, because on paper the i the idea of a pension is nice on yeah. paper, but in the hands of an unreliable government. That's where it becomes. I, like, I, I don't like it. I don't feel good about this. I feel so better. Answers. I feel better yeah. within a retirement account in the hands of a business that is trying to keep itself afloat versus a government that they don't know how to keep themselves afloat. All they know how to do is tax, 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 tax. And, and use your shit as a slush fund. Exactly. Oh, we're out. We need this pension money. No, you don't because you promised us to millions of people now and i think so if you take uh, if you take many government safety nets away i think in time yeah. with understanding reason and logic you enhance the sense of community because people need to work together more yeah. and once you enhance the sense of community you eliminate a lot of ills of society because what starts to happen when you have a sense of community and you're no longer living in the every man for himself type of mentality, certain things stop becoming so accepted because 
the community doesn't allow it. Like mm-hmm. back back in the day when there was a, a more enhanced sense of community, there were certain things that the community didn't allow. Yeah. No, we don't we don't accept that. Like there yeah. there's still families in in obviously more sophisticated cultures where the type of girl you bring to dinner, she better be about something. The type of guy you bring to dinner, better or we don't we don't we don't play that. Like yeah, the community yeah. it's just it's Hell just no. we don't we don't rock with it. The community with it. the community doesn't rock with it. Be, you know why? Because all we have is each other. So we're not going to let somebody that could potentially deteriorate what we've built, we're not going to let them in. Hell that's no. why that's why one of the things why like marrying into religion I think is good. Like I'm not a super religious person, but I like the idea of like when religions only accept others of that same religion yeah. because it's pretty much saying, well, you got if you're going to rock with us, you got to be on the same page as us. Basically, what is your moral ethic code? What what is it that you what do you what are your beliefs and then what the the community does is if you you're on some fuckery in the community you get ostracized yeah not just by your own family the community will be like you're gone on some of the witch shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it, it's it, it's it's like you leave the poison outside like that's for them yeah. like we're not on that and and so that's what i'm saying so Taxes can start, and obviously, like that's the most super duper simplistic format. Like, there's so many intricacies, yeah, and yeah. complexities to what we just talked about. But if I had to start anywhere, I would start there. Yeah. And, and there, there's so many levels to this shit because since it's a republic, it's like you have to tackle it in a way where you let them do what they're gonna do, but take away certain things that you think oh well this is not it's not going to benefit you know but it, it it's is definitely something something that doesn't get put on the table enough and something that's that's i wouldn't even say that's so republican as it is libertarian i well the idea overall i would say is libertarian yeah. i i what's republican is the Taxes. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, like well, yeah. oh, classic Republican answers. Taxes will fix yeah. it. lowering taxes will fix everything. Yeah. Well, no, but like I'm not looking at it just from the pocketbook standpoint. I'm looking at it from the standpoint of Societal. what do taxes represent? Yeah, taxes represent government power. Yeah, that's er- like all by and large. That's what taxes are. The more money something has, the more power it has. Yeah, what are taxes? Money paid to the government. lower government power increase the power of the people increase the power of community once you eliminate safety nets people in time will realize that healthy community is the only way to survive the only way to sustain and the healthy community aspect will eliminate many ills that society has yeah not to say all of the ills will be eliminated but those ills would be more segmented and more segregated. And actually, you'd even be able to fight a lot of uh, a lot of things that 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 sometimes are counterproductive to to something that's productive. Let me give you an example. If if you have a sense of community, you're able to to be more comfortable in asking. Oh, hey, in school they went over this. Is this true? Right. 
You know, like I, I remember always asking my dad, like that was like kind of a big thing. Like if someone said something, maybe about politics or about how things are, just in general, I would always kind of run that by my dad, and 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 you know, like on the kitchen table, like, hey, listen, this is what they were talking about. What do you think? And then he'll give me an honest opinion. And I think that the only way that you could do that is, like you said, a better community. And a community starts with family. Like, your immediate family, above all else. And you're able to kind of look at things in a better light. Because, because like you said, it's it's kind of like a moral code and, and a different way of living. And that is something that we've lost. We've lost. It's like the sense of community. It's not what it used to be. It's not even what it used to be from when we were little kids, but like from what I see from before, it just was, it was something different. Now, like, uh, my girl was driving past like a, a, a fire hydrant, like out in the open, fire hydrants, like pouring water. Back then, it was like people were fucking around with that shit and everyone was getting wet. That shit was fucking, it was a ghost town. She was like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. What happened? Something as small as that means something. I think too, like the education system, in the sense of like kind of rebuilding it, because well, it's old. Well, yeah, definitely. It's just old. De- like this doesn't work. Definitely old, antiquated. By and large, pretty useless. I mean, except for the fundamentals, like the yeah. fundamentals are still good. But other than that, yeah. From grammar school, I, grammar school is decent in the sense that like. If they've kept everything the same, like, okay, obviously we need a school to teach these kids about times tables and all this stuff, that's fine. I think from high school up onto really like everything else or, or at least seventh grade all the way up, it's like this needs to get revamped. Yeah. We're taking all these classes. And, like, it's crazy because, like, I look at certain high schools. Like, there's a high school, like, around where I live. It's like a school of, like a high school of agriculture. I thought that was, like, badass. Like, oh, that's badass. <laughs> We should have stuff like that, like high schools that specialize in certain things, yeah. kind of like like mini colleges almost. Yeah. And I think that in having those talks and and changing the way th- those things are viewed, it's like, well, shit, your high school years are, are about preparing you for your career. And when you think like that, you start thinking about, okay, where's this going? You you, you always think about the future, which we talked about earlier. How 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 does this job align in the next couple of years? How do this, how, how will this, uh, I mean, we talked about it a, a, a few episodes ago. Um, the fourth industrial revolution. You know it's going to come. So what jobs might be eliminated first? What job better suits me for the longevity of it? Yeah. You know, like things like that become more of a common, you know, conversation. Yeah. And having that conversation, you're you're better aligned with what what you should be aligned with in the first place, which is living a good life, have a good wage, and it goes all the way to like the second episode, was it, or the third episode? Should you follow your passion? Remember that episode yeah. where we talked about like sometimes you you can't. Sometimes, and what I mean by passion is like career-wise. Sometimes you have to look at it in a very pragmatic level. Yeah. And sometimes you got to do what is necessary to survive. 
and and that that's where I feel what what you were saying, like coddling kids and and telling them everything's gonna be okay. Don't I don't want you to go through all that. That's something even in, in being a stoic like that. That was like the main thing. Take things as they are. So like, because that's what it is. You know, like whatever ills happen in, in the future, like I, they happened. You know. And what am I going to do? I'm going to have to deal with whatever's at hand. It is up to me to understand that and to move forward in a productive manner and in a virtuous manner, regardless of how bad the situation is. Yeah. You know, because bad situations will happen to all of us in every different form. So I think that the coddling and the the whole high school, college thing, that that, that needs to change like drastically in the sense that like this shit is it's really a waste just electives remember we had to take electives oh because you need a certain amount why electives like get to the point and that's where like these these schools and these colleges become more of a business than anything and that's where we're in the hole that we're in because of that that the loss of uh leadership business businesses charging astronomical prices that at the end of the day in many cases offer nothing yeah i got a fucking bachelor's in lesbianism obviously that's probably not a degree but what <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i got i got a bachelor's in the Lesbian. arts <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not gonna get you anywhere and somewhere along the line someone should have told you that what's the point of counselors seriously <laughs> but I, I guess that that's how the system is and that's something that I, I think also would have to be looked at but in a sense your answer affects my answer because a lot of the taxes do go to schools so it becomes where like well listen if you want money you gotta change yeah. shit up exactly you gotta follow the money well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. Share us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Google. If we talk about anything that you know somebody will be interested in, share it with them. Send it to them. Text it to them. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back next week. We're out. Peace. Peace. Peace.